Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's say we've fallen off your chair, mate. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Rule the Roost podcast. That was us breaking the fourth wall. I was about to say breaking the third wall. That would have been incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm often incorrect. And I'm, I'm not. I'm never incorrect. I'm always right. I am the all-seeing eye. I'm not in the Illuminati, though. I don't condone them. Um, Jetfield does not melt steel beams. Hey? No, it definitely doesn't. Um... Hello, Sebastian Stafford Bloor. I'm, I'm, I'm. Wait, hang on. I'm the star of this show. Yeah, I'm to trunk at to trunk Twitter, bad man personality, big fat man, big fat opinion. Um, and I'm joined by, you know, Seb does some stuff, writes occasionally. You know, how you doing, Seb? Doesn't melt down enough after uh, transfer deadline day. Apparently, I don't think you do. No, I don't. To so. be honest, I think. Uh, you're a hashtag disgrace. Yeah, the world kicked out at me after that. So, I've been chastened in the last week. You got, you did get in a bit of trouble, didn't you? I did, yeah. Um, Don't worry, next year, next year, whatever happens, I will throw all of my toys out of the pram and then take the pram over just to make up no, for this d- year. Don't, don't wait for next year, mate. We've got January. Well, I guess that is technically next year, not next Tell year. Tell you what, mate, I'll, I'll wait until 20 minutes into the Sunderland game. And then if it's not exactly as I want it to be, I will have a very public sulk. I tell you what, mate, like the fucking Sunderland game, I think there's a big room for sulk there. Um, <laughs> but we will get on to Sunderland. Let's, before we talk about Sunderland, we're going to talk about Raj Baines not being here again. I mean, he's, he says he's moved house. And he's probably going to call us in about 30 minutes and, you know, pick up the phone and be all moody again. Like he was last time. He was quite moody, wasn't yeah. he? But I, I think he's just watching Bake Off, mate. I've looked at the time. We're not recording on our normal night. No. Um, you can blame Charlotte Ham... Well, I won't say her full name, but you can blame Charlotte for that. Um, for having a birthday, very inconsiderately, on the day that we normally record uh, the podcast. So we, we are recording on a Wednesday. Um, and this coincides with Bake Off. I, I trust you've been keeping up with Bake Off, Seb. Uh, sporadically, mate. I, I mean, so I, that's no then. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've come across it a couple of times. I don't. Um, it hasn't grabbed me. I, 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 I gave it a try as I promised to do, and you guys quizzed me about it, which is fair. Um, and probably a, a pod highlight of the last six months, I think. Um, but no, I don't. Um, yeah, doesn't doesn't do for me what it obviously does for you and Raj, mate. Are you? Are you going a bit um, 
Are you going a bit of Vice on me? I'm not going to start calling out Vice right Wow, wow. I can't believe if what? Five minutes into the pod. Mate, are you are you are you just doing that? I'm just going to say I don't like this for the sake of not liking it, even though it's obviously quite fun. It is. is, that, no, is that what it, you're doing, mate? It's definitely quite fun, but I, I just, um, as I said before, I, I need a bit more. It's it's a bit wholesome. Take off, and um. Oh please, Seb. Actually, could we? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna issue this challenge on air. Like, if okay. you, you you can take it if you want to, you don't have to, and feel free to write it under a pseudonym. But I think it would be absolutely fantastic for you to pitch at least to Vice or another such publication a real jaded, ah, holier-than-now, cynical think piece about the Great British Bake Off, about how naff it is and about how twee it is. And blah, do you know what I mean? Just that whole tone, that whole kind of like, I'm so above this thing that is so obviously just crap anyway and knows that it is. I um, To be honest, I mean, that, that would be quite original content for Vice, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That that's sort of yeah that that's really missing that that mentality is missing from their repertoire. I just want to be very quick to point out that I have a lot of time for Vice Sport because you know for for various things. For, for yeah, we we do, but um, Vice Normal, uh, or Vice Hackneyed to give it its full name. Now there I suppose yeah, shots are fired. Um, yeah, no, I I uh, the thing is is you say right under a pseudonym, but I'd always know that I'd done it. Wouldn't I? I'd never be able to. It, whether whether the rest of the world knows or not, it's like uh, you know, it's it's like getting away with shoplifting. You always have it on your conscience, whether you get caught or not. That's true. Have you have you ever shoplifted, sir? Uh, accidentally, when I was about three, I um I shoplifted a chocolate football, um, and I got in the car. I, I didn't really really understand what I'd done because my my mum was was at the counter buying something from this like it was like a news agent. And um, we got in the car, and I um, and I showed her the chocolate football that I thiefed, and um, it just as a kind of look at what I've done. Aren't you proud of me? She wasn't proud, and um, she was very uh, yeah. I never did it again. Let's put it that way. You you knew what you'd done. I I, 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 I don't buy that line. I was three once. I remember being three. I but I I really didn't. I I just. I thought I was being mysterious rather than necessarily bad. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, that was uh, an accident. But guy that was a football mate, you know. You were a lad from the off. Oh, I go. once accidentally dined and dashed, actually, um, in Victoria. I was, there was, was a place I used to have breakfast down there. And um, I, 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 walked, I, I went there before I went to work. And I went to work. And I was walking back past the place way home and I was just oh my god I didn't pay this morning and I went in and I I I I, I was, it was this sort of I, I'm hugely apologetic of course and I, I absolutely didn't intend to I went in and I was like oh, I'm terribly sorry I I, I didn't I, I forgot to pay for my breakfast this morning it was the same waitress and and she was like yes I know you did it was such a it was so weirdly passive aggressive it's like yeah but I'm fucking here now though aren't I yeah £20 there in hand and I'm big enough to come back and not that there's anything to praise me for, but I just I thought, don't be unpleasant about it. We're, we're all we're all feeling awkward here. I, uh, I I I had a pretty cliched experience of shoplifting um, when I was probably about fifteen or so. I uh, I stole a car. Plate. 
No, nothing that <laughs> nothing that bad. But like a, a a PlayStation magazine that had a demo disc on the front. I didn't even own a PlayStation, but I was just showing off to the bigger boys. Uh, That's what it was. It was so the, the bus I used to get to school in the morning. There was this group of kind of scrotes, for want of a better word, that would get on on that bus. And they're kind of like, as they do, as these kind of weird type, you know, bigger boys do, they sometimes like identify like a younger guy and kind of take him under their wing a bit. And I was always like, I was always pretty much like I am now. I was never sort of the kid that was bullied. I was never really a bully. I was just a bit of a gobshite. I just kind of did my own thing and I was always fairly confident, blah, 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 blah. And I think they kind of in some, some weird way, he's all right, that kid. He's all right, he is. He tells us to fuck off. That do you know what I mean? That that type of base caveman logic of like you know, we can either beat this guy up or we can just kind of laugh at the fact he's not scared of us, kind of thing. I, I don't know. I don't really know how like such such minds work because obviously I'm on such a uh, you know an elevated cerebral level. Um, now, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they just kind of took me under their wing, and it was just a whole kind of like steal that magazine, mate. I want the demo or something. I was like, yeah, go on then. I remember doing it like walking out my with it under my blazer, and just getting out and getting outside the shop, and then just sort of it actually hitting me what I'd done. It was like this horrible feeling in the pit of my gut, and I just like took this as soon as second I got out the door, just threw the magazine on the floor and ran off crying. <laughs> Um, and so to say, I used to then, from that point, get on the bus at a different stop from the bigger boys. Um, well, you've made it to 13, you're still on the straight and narrow, so that's it. it was a good thing. I do regularly cry, though, still. <laughs> um, I cry quite a lot, actually, on, you know, adverts. I, I remember those little PlayStation demo discs. Goodness me. Yeah, they were yeah, terrible. Incredible. They'd always have that, like just that pretentious disclaimer, the whole kind of like, please note the qu- that the quality of this demo does not reflect that of the finished product. You're like, oh, fuck off. Yes, it does. It's just a short version of it. Everyone knows I don't it care because I can't afford to buy a proper game anyway. So exactly. It matter, do, you, yeah. do you remember that when you, when, actually, when you were a kid and you'd have a demo disc and you'd play the demo to fucking death that yeah. you would get so good at that one level and then you bought the full game and you would like a hundred percent that level, but then the rest of the game you would just like completely like not really bother with. Well, I I used to find that there were there were the, the demos you'd find in there. I I never even know where the games were. So I, I remember the one I played to death was this weird like street luge thing, where you just go down a hill and it was I don't know it was lame. But then again, I, you know I was bored as a child, so it didn't really matter. Um, Tony the, Hawk's that was a good demo. Yeah, it was a good demo, but that wasn't part of it. It was uh, it was this weird like extreme street sport bollocks, and it was um, huh. it was fun, but it was um, you'd find it or something like Ridge Racer. Yeah, or, yeah, something like that. That was um, you, those are fun times. I remember my uh, a, a pal of mine had uh, a game called Spider that I always used to quite like that I used to insist on playing when I went to his house. That was fun. Spider. I, I um I my mum came down to see me over the weekend and um the we were talking about the first games console I ever had was a Master System. Same here, Snap. Yeah. 
there you go. And um, she was talking about how um, you know, like, like, there, there were very few games for it. Just uh, quickly, I apologise for this, Raj. I'm sure you don't actually know what a master system is. It was basically like a sophisticated calculator. <laughs> like an electronic abacus. Yeah. Really. yeah. <laughs> a bit a bit more advanced than the ZX Spectrum, but you know, not quite a Mega Drive yet. No. Yeah. Well, I um anyway, she was she was telling me that apparently um I used to have a, a game on there called Duck Hunt. Ah. Oh. And um it you, it came with um like a a gun that you mm-hmm. plug in where the controller was. And uh, apparently I I I would instead of actually using the game properly, I would go literally straight up to the TV screen, <laughs> place the gun on it, and then just that's how I, yeah, that's how I, how I, I cheated, and just yeah. win, and win. But I was very good at duck hunt, just in a really um, dishonest way. That's pretty good, but yeah, at least you were good at it. And you've been you've been procrastinating today as well, haven't you? Do you, do you care to share your yeah your so... video game exploits? I am not I'm not very good at taking time off and um I kind of I work every day really just uh, habitually. Uh so I I woke up this morning I just thought no I I don't I don't want to do anything that requires me to think. So I um I sent a single email and then I um for the first time in I think maybe 9 or 10 years I played football manager. Uh and I've just heard myself say that out loud and I don't feel very proud about it. Um, but you know, I, um, I tell you, mate, it's changed. If you haven't used, if you haven't played it for a long time, cause I, I, I think the, I either, I can't remember, but I think the last edition I played with either the very last championship manager or the very first football manager, it's really different. It's very complicated. The The last one I played was about two, three years ago. And I just got to the point where I was like, I just don't enjoy it. Like, this is actually like having a job. I, I, I had a times today, and I thought, you know what? I'm not sure I'm smart enough to be playing this. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, give, it's, give me Tetris or something. I just, just, <laughs> too many fucking sliders, you know, far too many sliders over everything. Training sliders, and you know, like just too much. Too much. I um, I I just I like the old one where the the ones in the '90s where you you just. It, you you glided through it. You just kept pressing continue, and you didn't have to um you didn't have to talk to the press, or you didn't have to. I'm not really a big tactics guy. I I, I when when I when I originally played, I was more of a kind of spend money on good players kind of player, and um and see what happens with that. And lump the ball to Harry Kane. Yeah, we, we, well, are you essentially like a Harry Redknapp type manager? No, no, I tried to um. Because I didn't really know what I was doing today, I um, I employed a whole load of uh, uh, expensive support staff, and then devolved almost all the responsibilities to them. So I, I got a, an excellent assistant manager, and I said, "Right, you're going to uh, you're going to be in charge of the training, the talking to the press, the pre-match instructions, which I I didn't even <laughs> I, I I didn't really even understand what they were, um, like show a player onto his wrong side. I mean, for God's sake, it's too too much detail." Um, and uh, and yeah, but I did quite well. I I won a, a league cup, an FA Cup, and I finished fourth. And then I retired. Um, and who did you 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 beat? I think Arsenal, didn't you say in the, in the FA I, Cup yeah, final? Yeah, I beat I I beat Arsenal in the FA Cup final. I was two uh, 0 down at half time, three two. Harry Kane 
scoring the 80th minute, which, you know what, depending on how bored I get over the next couple of days, I might, um, I might upload the, uh, the, the highlights of that onto, uh, onto the, the Rooster account. Please somewhere. do. We need some Facebook content, actually, so yeah, stick you it know, on there I'll, at I'll, least. I'll, I'll, uh, that, will, that will just... That will, I'll, I'll do it. Um, but it was fun. I, um, I, I managed to... I had to stop, though. I just thought, well, I, I, I started to enjoy it too much. And, um, and uh, I, weekends are quite busy for me, and I just thought, I know which direction this is headed in. Um, and I, I just thought, okay, well, uh, I've had the best season any Tottenham manager has had in the modern era. I'm going to retire, and you're going to build a big statue of me outside whatever you decide to call a new White Hart Lane. Mate, there'd still be, I'm sorry, no, there, there would still be people on Twitter saying you were a, a wanker for some reason or the other. Who did you yeah. drop? Did you drop anyone controversial? Um, yeah, oh, I shunted a few players out the door straight away. I, um, I, I got rid of all of our sort of underneath Alex Pritchard, Tom Carroll types. Oh, um, because Stafford Blore out. Yeah, well, the, 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 the guys that were my training staff told me that they're all going to be shit. So I thought, well, fuck it. Um, I upset Michelle Vaughan by not giving him a single game during the entire season. Um, Harry Kane scored 37 goals. Deli Alley becomes incredible, by the way. Although at the end of the season, just before I decided that I announced my retirement, he was asking for a move to Man City. So maybe that's a precursor to something terrible in our future. Scumbag. Exactly. Um, I sold Carl Walker. I played Trippier. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial. Yeah. Bet you got decent money from though. Six, seven mil? Well, nine million from West Ham. Ah, uh, decent. <laughs> well, you know, he, he, he kind of, um, when, when I started the game, he was actually injured. So and, and and in the reserves, and I got to March, and then thought, oh, Carl Walker, and he was still playing reserve football, and wasn't that happy about it either. So um, I don't know the relationship between him and I was clearly beyond repair. Well, you know, it's been a productive day, Jack. I, I yeah, that's um, mate, you won the league. What have I done today? No, no, I didn't. I like in fourth in the league. I won, oh, four, uh, won oh, the league mate. cup and the FA Cup, but I, I Champions League football. Stafford so. Blore out. Sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So, should we talk about actual football? Do you think? Do you think we should? Yeah, go on. Then. I can't really be bothered, mate. Like, do you do you do you feel this at all? Like, I I love Spurs. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like I I feel that I speak to a lot of fans. Well, through this podcast, we speak to a lot of fans from a lot of other clubs, and it feels at the moment there's a general just meh about yeah. Premier League football. Everyone's a bit kind of the hyperbole's kind of. I think it's it, it got to such a point, it was so stretched. And I feel like it's actually like, it's not snapped. It's not that, you know, sometimes like when you stretch, I'm trying to think of a, a decent example, like, but there are some things that you, you can stretch that bit too far and they don't, they don't actually snap under the pressure. They just kind of, they lose that, the, the, the tenseness and they just kind of sag, you know? I think that's the. I think that's happening with the Premier League a little bit. Yeah, you, you and I talked about this a couple of days ago, and, and I think, um, I think, um, I think one of two things is happening: either either sort of fans like us and fans like uh, of clubs like ours are starting to think, yeah, what's the point in this really? Because we're not really part of it. We're like, um, yeah, we're, we're like sort of the chorus in a West End play. Like you've got the main actors and they're always on stage and we're kind of lurking in the background doing nothing. Um, but another part of it, I think maybe is just that it's just this, the Premier League is like, it's just a relentless hype machine. 
is hyperbole on a, uh, you know the, everything is sort of lavish of hyperbole and everything is exaggerated and the melodrama is, is emphasized every single point and it's um and I, I, that has a half-life you know maybe it doesn't if you're a man united fan and you know or a chelsea fan maybe you still love it as much as you ever did and if you know if you get to go and watch sergio aguero twat four past the team every weekend maybe you also still enjoy it and i probably would as well if i was in that position but it just feels like a bit of a a, a struggle do you, you know what's a genuine breath of fresh air like I, i'm i'm i am doing it in a fairly tongue-in-cheek fashion on twitter this whole like as roma's biggest fan yeah. kind of crap but I, I i am genuinely watching the games and you know t- people have been kind of beating me with this stick of like oh you know they stabbed spurs fans or they make monkey noises and this and that and i, I get it you know italian football has its problems i understand that but at the same time i'm i'm watching it for the sport you know like you can't you can't get too wrapped unless the club as an institution is actively backing this stuff you know yeah. you, they, you can't hold that responsible for what the fans are doing but you know that's not to go too much into that side of things so don't start fucking having a go at me about it anyone that's listening I've been watching it and you know what's actually a complete breath of fresh air it's almost like watching football before Twitter existed yeah. in the respect that I don't really know anyone else that supports Roma or likes Roma or anything like that. And I'm not really looking to talk to anyone else about Roma. I'm not looking to read articles about them. I'm not looking to find out about who they want to sign, about who's injured, about who's not. Just genuinely just watching watch football. Just, yeah, just watching You don't a have match. an opinion that you want validated by no. something. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. watching a match, just seeing who's in the starting lineup at the point of watching the game when it's announced and just just enjoying it, just enjoying a game of football objectively. So not thinking like, oh, well, you know, this bloke's had a good game, but he's usually shit. So, you know, I'm not really going to enjoy the fact he's had a good game. That that kind of thing, you know, it's, it's or, just... Uh, it's, Christ, I'm going to have to defend Eric Lamella on the podcast again this week. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of <laughs> nice. And it's, it's it, I think that's what's maybe missing from like Premier League support now and that's almost what I feel about it but it's true I know you joke about it but it is true because there is that part of me that's like you know I get, maybe it's an ego thing and, or maybe it's just that I have my own agenda as it were in that I, I think that Eric Lamella deep down is a very good player I think now it's probably past the point of no return I think this whole transfer window stuff something very weird has happened with him and the club yeah um I think his, you know, I think his career at Spurs is done. He'll probably be gone in January or at the end of the season. But you know, I, I don't, I don't really think he's a Tottenham player for much longer. Really, I think it's, you know, it, it was kind of like, you know, the end of last year, start of this season was his chance. But for whatever reason, it hasn't materialised. But I still think there's a player there. But like you say, there is that part of you where it's like, you know, when everyone's slagging him off and saying he's shit and this and that, I think that's what annoys me more is it's like, you know, it's kind of people saying these players are shit and stuff. It's like, but he's obviously not. Yeah, he might be playing pretty badly for us, but he's obviously not shit. But it's like, I guess I'll I'll be open about it. It's like, it probably is an ego thing. You put yourself out there and you, 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 you stand by a player and you see them perform that way, and you think, well, this does make me look like a twat, you know? And <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I don't know. You, you know what was revealing? I, um, uh, a friend of mine has never been to uh, 
a professional football game. And she asked me if I if I take her to Spurs, and I was like, okay. Um, and also, I, I've I wanted to go again because I haven't been for a couple of years now, and you know, the stadium is coming to an end. And um, I was looking at the fixtures, and I thought, you know what? I would actually, even though it means that I will get home because we're, we're both traveling up from Bath, I'll get home at one thirty in the morning. I think I'd still rather go to a Europa League game now. Um, and that's not a money thing. That's just a kind of um, I've always found the atmosphere. At those games, because I they, in in the Martin Yol era, those were my favourite games. Because um, in that in that second in that in that first Berbatov season, if remember, we had, we had a great Europa year, um, and we you know we we just played some great football, scored some great goals, and the atmosphere was just bubbly and everyone was excited. And, and I just thought, you know, I, I think I would rather go and watch a second string team, go and watch players like uh, Deli Ali and Pritchard and and. You know Trippier playing it right back, and see Kevin Vimmer, see what he's he's capable of, and 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 just um, do that rather than I I and I just I I because she was talking about how um you know how she'd heard good things about you know Premier League atmosphere. I was like, wow, <laughs> yeah, some grounds, some grounds, it's a good atmosphere, but Wild Lane's just I don't know, it's just full of these the little things you're talking about now, like the the kind of the lamella issue or the you know. Should this player be starting? And you know, thankfully we don't have the Soldado thing anymore. And how shit is Polino? And all it takes with a lot of these guys now is is one bad moment, one misplaced pass, one unsuccessful dribble, and then they're gone. Their relationship with the crowd is done for the day. Um, and I just thought, I'm not paying. I'm not. That's not what I want to expose her to. No. Well. Uh. That that sounds a bit dodgy, though. So yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it was so yeah. I'm, I'm, as as a result, what what to, do you want to expose her to? Well, we're going to the Carabag game. No, what, what type of friend is this friend? Uh, actually, she she she's uh, she's my ex girlfriend. She is. Oh, okay. re- regular regular um regular listeners will know her from the uh, Romanian girlfriend episode. So so uh, diplomatically entitled by Raj. Yeah. <laughs> um. But this ties in quite nicely to uh, a, a question. I'm just having a look through the questions by Nikhil Saglani. Um, he's a he's a good writer. I'm sure you'll know of him. Um, he's a uh, fancy football cheat, though. Oh well, yeah. He's been he's, he's an absolute disgrace for his conduct in fancy football. Three Arsenal players and John Terry and John Terry. Jesus, Nick, come on, man. Like, um, but at Nikhil underscore Saglani. Um, he, he actually asked us, you know, tw- how has Twitter changed your mindset as a Spurs fan, if at all? Um, has it opened your eyes to things you didn't know before? I mean, I don't think it's particularly opened my eyes to anything, but it's it, it's it's changed my mindset just for the stuff that we've discussed here in that I feel that it's... Uh... I, 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 do, I don't know if it's exposed me to things I didn't really appreciate before, but what... It, it's stopped. It, it's given me a filter. So when I um, when I when I have my first port of call when I have a, a thought about the club is to talk to you and Raj. I don't really. I mean, I'll you know I'll tweet a little bit about things that are going on with Tottenham when, as and when. But I just it's a hassle just because they're just so. Mm. And I, I don't think this is a Spurs thing though, Jack. I think this is a um, this is a football thing, and every fan base seems to have this sort of. You know, this seething mass of just cunts. I was going to go White Walkers, but yeah, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Just these people that I don't know. I um, 
They don't seem to. I, 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 one example. I, I wrote an article uh, a couple of days ago about Luka Modric, and it, there was no point to the article. It was just a kind of. That's a good starting point, mate. Well, there, it, it was just one of those. I, I love watching Modric. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I miss it. And I, it was just a kind of. I was just reminiscing. His thirtieth birthday was today, um, Wednesday. If you're listening, Gee, he's thirty. Yeah, he turned thirty today. Jesus, um, I didn't think he was that old. No, nor did I. But he, um, his thirtieth birthday. I just, I wrote a little piece, just saying, ah, oh, you know, what, what a great player, you know. And the first, uh, first comment I got on that article, it was on um, you, Max, if you want to read it. And I'm sure the other comment is still there. It was just this guy going, "Crap article! You're just telling us something we already know." I was like. Not everything in this game has to be that binary. It, it doesn't have to be a kind of, you know, here's my big opinion. And and that's what Twitter seems to have created, is the need for everyone to have a definitive point on something. Whereas, you, you know, the, the person that just sort of says, oh, that was a nice bit of play, or what a great goal, or yeah, I like that player, but doesn't quantify it in, in an extreme way. Like in a love or a hate, you know. Um, you, just... you you could have just put a bit of spin on the end of it, and I think that would have appeased a large section of Twitter, mate. If at the end you were just like, despite the fact he was a great player, I am now happy that there is one less Eastern European sullying the shores of my beautiful Great Britain. Yeah, that would have made that article the real deal, wouldn't it? <laughs> That's that's, a, that's, a, that's an in joke. <laughs> I don't think there's anything in about that at all, mate. Um, um, <laughs> bro, that's bravo, mate. Um, you throw me a bit there, Sip. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's talk about Sunderland. Yeah. They are no, shit, aren't they? they, 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 they we, are. Yeah, just to, as well, we haven't got Raj Baines and we also don't have a Sunderland guest on, so you just have to deal with us doddery old fuckers again. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, can I just say, Seb, I'm sorry, but I'm kind of not sorry in the, in the respect that like you get all the old man shit because it's like, uh, it's one of those ones where it's like, you know, when you see someone else getting it, you're like, cool. Yeah. It's not coming yeah. my way. Sorry, exactly. Sorry, it's, bro. <laughs> no, I, I've made my peace with it. I'm I'm 31. You know, it's it's over. Yeah, that's it. It's fine. But Sunderland, yeah, they're shit. You know, I I went on the we were we were gonna have a wise men say on, but they they couldn't make it unfortunately. Uh, I went on their pod at the start of the season, and I uh, I feel I feel a bit guilty in the respect that they were asking me that the big thing they were asking me about was Eunice Kabul. Um, and Dembele, to be fair, but they just signed. They'd literally like two days previously just signed Kabul, and they were pretty much just saying to me, you know, like, what's the deal? Because he hasn't gotten in your team, so on and so forth. And I think it was around the time that you or Raj had written a piece that was it was it was a brilliant piece. It was very true as well in that it, just because his career at Spurs has ended up pretty, you know, on a bit of a bum note. He's a very good player. There is a very talented footballer in there, so on and so forth. We've seen some very good things from him. And I was kind of towing that line with them. I was saying to the Sunderland guys, you know what? It hasn't worked out at Spurs. There's probably a personality clash there with Pochettino 
with the coaching staff. There's probably you know an air of stagnation there in that he maybe hasn't been challenged and blah 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 blah. But what you guys have, you know, you had a player that was knocking on the door of being a world-class player at one time at Spurs. And I, I do stand by that. I think for, for a time he wasn't there, but he was he was not far off being a world-class footballer for a time. Well, um, there were very few back in that, in that, um, in that last season before his injury. The only centre back, centre defender, central defender in the league who was really conclusively better than him was Vincent Company. I mean, he was. It, it wasn't a mind trick, and it's not a kind of. It's um, yeah, we're we're not um. We're 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 not trying. Oh God, my mind's turned to Jelly Jack. It's all the football manager. I can't even <laughs> think. Um, it, it's not revisionist, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he, he really was a good player, and and he. It just makes me sad. I, I watched that that um. I think Sunderland's first game of the season was was against Leicester, and they got absolutely fucked by Leicester. Are not a bad team, but Kabul was just—I mean, it was He's just a catastrophe. Dreadful, mate. oh man, he just looked like, and, and he just got but carved talking, up on match talking, day as well. We're talking Titus Bramble kind yeah, of, yeah, just slapstick. I mean, just yeah, dreadful. You know, Wes Morgan, the, oh, exactly, exactly, and it's it just it, it just makes Ramon Vega. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> John Allen Boom Song. Oh God! Yeah. But Boom Song's kind of carved out a fairly decent career again for himself now. He has, but like when 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 a player fails spectacularly in England, it kind of that for a lot of people that remains his lasting. That's his yeah, legacy. It's true. Um, he was yeah, fucking cool. dreadful at Spurs. He was um, not Boom. I'm thinking of Bass Song. But Boom yeah, Song was Boom fucking Song was dreadful. In Newcastle. Boom, yeah, Boom Song was dreadful. At his, Which like, was weird because I've done a. Do you know I've done rate. another fucking what is it? The Burnley wankers. <laughs> Ings and, and Ashley Barnes. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I genuinely thought he said Bass Song. Oh fucking laugh away, Raj! I can hear you already. You fucking smug prick. <laughs> he's uh, he's not. I know he's not actually here, but he will be listening. He says he doesn't listen, but I, I don't buy that. Um, that's well, on and Boom Song though. No, Boom Song was fucking awful when he came to the UK. I don't even know what he did after Newcastle. Did he do anything after that? I don't know, mate. Where did he get from? PSG, but old PSG. Uh, he came down from Rangers. Um, was he ever I, at PSG? I don't know. Maybe he started off there. I, I don't know. It was kind of. He he um he arrived at a time where I where I wasn't really paying proper attention to football, you know. Kind of, I mean, it was Spurs and nothing it's else. Never stopped me, of. mate. Is it really? No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I I've got um I've got Sunderland's last lineup um up in front of me from their game with um with Villa, and it is just a club where careers go to die, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, 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 it's just that. Yeah, goodness me. And uh, Jermaine Defoe, uh, I know this is, wasn't just in the Villa game, and I'm, but Jermaine Defoe is playing a sort of left-sided forward to, 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 to accommodate Danny Graham through the middle. Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, Jack Rodwell as well. I quite liked uh, Raj's adage about Sunderland when they were talking about Mr. Dembele. Um, and he, he just said, for anyone saying that Dembele going to Sunderland would be a step down. I'm liking it to more falling down the stairs. 
Um, well, it is. I, I mean, I, you know, I know we, we, we trash Mr. Belly quite a lot on this pod, but, it, you know, that is, he doesn't belong at that level. I know that we're setting ourselves up to be beaten now. I know I, I'm aware of this, but that, they're, they're the kind of club that I, I, I just feel quite sorry for the fans. I mean, it just their, their their recruitment model over the last couple of years has just been so unimaginative. It, it's incredible, the sort of the, the dross that they've accumulated. I mean, they're they're they're, they're sort of um, remember uh, maybe a week before the the latest uh, transfer window closed, Dick Advocate um, saying publicly that he needed players to stay in the division, and Ellis Short's answer to that was to sign Ola Toivonen. <laughs> it's just say it's just there's Sunderland to a T a kind of well, he's a name, and he's a player for the sake of a player. And then you just think, but your, your midfield is still anchored by Lee Catamol. And, oh, my goodness, you still got John O'Shea and Eunice Kabul playing at centre-back. And Goodness me. Jan Mavir is quite a good player. I don't know if he'll play on Saturday, but he, um, he, he is a, he's kind of, um, for those who haven't seen much of him, when he, was, when he was a younger player, he was, I suppose, he was supposed to turn into what Blaise Matuidi is now. Um, he didn't. He had a kind of he took a little bit of a, 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 a tour around Russia, and I don't know. There's supposedly a bit of an attitude problem at work with him. But he, um, yeah, he's he's ended up at Sunderland, and he is a good player underneath it all. And Defoe's going to score, isn't he? So yeah, he's definitely going to score. He's most definitely going to score. Um, That's get, fine. I love that little man. I can't. Well. I, I can't really think much more about Sunderland to be honest they don't really muster anything in that, me but that, that's telling though isn't it you just think god they're just such a like a a, a Premier League squatter they just just can't get rid of them and I, I don't have any I, I don't have any ill will towards the club or any of the supporters or any of the guys on Twitter that I, I talk to but I, I just they just don't they're, they're, they're a product of this kind of this mentality of let's just do enough to stay here and that's it Nothing else. And it's just so, so, so depressing. It's just the, uh, I don't know. God, they, they've drained the life out of you. I can hear they it really have, mate. I just, I can't yeah. really think much, much more about I just, I saw Tim Sherwood's uh, presser the other day when he was talking about, someone asked him about Dick Advocate and he was like, what? Do you ask if I've got my dick out? <laughs> and was doing this really forced <laughs> laugh. Did you see it? Did you see it? No, he did this like maniacal kind of forced laugh to all the press, like "Ah, I'm one of the lads. I made a knob joke," you know. And you could see everyone was like, ah, "You know, yeah, his name's Dick. Awesome, really fun." Uh, did you see him? Um, do you see him pull his hamstring? Yeah, uh, I did. That game. It's just like, oh, yeah. It's a shame he that. didn't die, really. But no, no. Um, <laughs> um, from a pulled hamstring. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> something, some kind of lot or something. Uh, that's no, that's. I that, love how we're, we're we're over that. <laughs> a year that's, and a half later, we still hate him. <laughs> that's I've gone vile. I've gone vile. Um, oh, Eric Dyer's just signed a contract extension yeah, until twenty twenty. Good boy. Exactly, good boy. That's well, you know, them. you know what we can talk about. Okay, right, we're, we're a little short of enthusiasm, but I, I um, I was feeling a little low about all things Tottenham uh, this week. Uh, I go into a kind of international break coma, typically at this time of year. Um, But I'm really looking forward to seeing Son play. 
Really looking forward to seeing him play. Well, I tell you what, mate. Let's let's do some of our listener questions. Just fuck fuck Sunderland. They've sort of sucked the life out of us. Um, so we've had one from Obi. Um, he's mugged me off a bit here, to be honest. Um, but you know, fair enough. I, I see where he's coming from. Um, and he has asked. Let's just have a look. Obi, where have you gone, my friend? Um, so at on woo on underscore woo, and he says, I want to hear at Seb SB. So not for me. Um, what makes Son great, and whether he's preferable to Yarmolenko? Um, great might be a bit strong. Um, just to you can't go back on it now, so Okay, well, it's not what makes him great; it's what makes him exciting, and and that is that he is a genuinely two-footed player. Um, he's, I, when 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 I when I get to know a player that you know I like watching, um, I tend to kind of stumble across him and see him in different games, and kind of, I'm I'm a bit of a channel hopper with football, um, especially over the weekends. And someone was one of those players who I've always been quite curious about because like, a lot of people wrote about him initially when he when he sort of when he moved to Leverkusen, um, and a lot of positive things were said about him. He's someone that you can watch one week and be really impressed by, and watch the next week and just forget what all the fuss is about. He's quite flaky. Um, that may be doing him a disservice. That's just that's just in my experience of watching him. But what is fun is that he has he's a very ambitious attacking player, he's a proper attacking player in the sense that he um he he's not a kind of I think one of the problems at Spurs at the moment is that we have too many um forward thinking players whose preference is to kind of play high percentage passes and not take on defenders and not take on shots and are a little bit too afraid of crowd reactions. And I don't think he'll be like that. He will take on that shot from 25 yards and he will try and beat people. And he's just going to be he's, he's dynamic. And he's he's not particularly quick, but he's the kind of player that, that we've been lacking, I think. Just someone that um, he's the kind of guy that will, will, will raise the enthusiasm a little bit inside the ground. And, and, and that's, um, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. I just, I think he's a, I think it's slightly, I mean, I, I know he's an inverted winger and, and that, that that's kind of, that's a very modern thing, but there's something quite old fashioned about him in the sense that he just, he's just an attacking player um, and he's very skillful. Um, I'm, I'm sure most people have, have kind of YouTubed his goals now, but that's not, that's not the sum total of what he is. He's, he's very technically good on the ball. And um, yeah, I, I think he'll, um, I think a lot of people will really like him. And, and that's really why I'm so enthusiastic about it. I want to see a player who the crowd reacts to, who the crowd gets behind. And I, I think he'll be he'll be a real favourite. Is, um, is he a bit of a pacier Chadley, do you think, maybe? Um, I wouldn't say he's pacier, because I, 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 I've never... I've never been struck by being struck by his acceleration because quite a few people seem to be under the impression that he's pacing. He's not slow, but I, I mean, maybe he, he might well be, but I mean, it's just not the the attribute that I'm drawn to. I, I think that um, he's just very good on the ball. I wasn't uh, saying that to contradict you. I mean, no, like no, no, no. It's the people, uh, the people on Twitter, as it were, everyone's like, "Well, we've got some pace on the side now." Um, um, I'm not saying well, that's from I, any like rational or informed well, I, I think source. He, he 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 comes with some pace. I think the, the the pertinent detail is is not necessarily how quickly he moves, but how he moves in the sense that he will go beyond players, and that's what we need. It's not necessarily just lightning Lennon type pace, or you know Lennon around twenty one, twenty two years of age pace. It's um, 
It's a lack of fear. That's 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 how I describe him. He doesn't have any fear. Would you, would you like to see him start in the next game? Yeah, straight. In. Yeah. Yeah. How about Clinton? Uh, I, I I've never seen Clinton kick a football. I I don't, I don't think we've bought him to to go straight into the first team. Personally. I don't think so. I think he would have been given minutes already. I think he's um. It's kind of one of the reasons I I, I bought the tickets for the, the Europa League game, and I, I kind of want to see someone like that, and I think he'll get minutes there. But I, I don't know. I, I think um, there's a little bit of a debate going on about what kind of player he is, and um, going on um, only going on what I've read, not what I've seen. Um, there's a sort of people believe that his long term future is through the middle rather than necessarily as a wide player. Um, I so the I, club have kind of exacerbated that somewhat, though, haven't they? They put him as a midfielder on the side, haven't they? Yeah, and they said that uh, they well, they put Son as a striker, haven't they? Well, Son is yeah, that's the one. Thing. Son's not he's not a okay. Maybe he's passably like a false nine if you want to go with Brendan Rodgers about it. <laughs> um, but he, he's not a forward in the in the kind of the Harry Kane sense. He's a uh, I mean, I, I I would be very surprised even to see him play centrally. I I, I would have thought he'll play wide left. Um, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. I think that's and every time I've watched him, that's where he's played. So unless I've missed some huge part of his career where he's you know, and um yeah, he's uh yeah I I, I just like I like the I, I people that that's one of the things that irritates me around deadline day is that. Yeah, people people worried about you know what kind of player we were signing and you know where's our other forward and and, and all that stuff and okay I get it but also signing an Asian player of the year is a big deal for a club like us we're not Man United we're not going to spend you know thirty eight million quid on um, on a Martial or you know anyone like that but for for us to get a player of that caliber because he he is a good player um, and anyone by the way anyone anyone starts doing that shirt sales thing can just Get in the bin, sea, river, whatever. That's just nonsense because he he um he will quickly become one of the best players at the club. And for us to get someone like that for less than twenty million quid, it's a great deal. Well, I thought it was twenty two. It? Uh, well, well, it's not going to be maybe a rise up that, front, but, is it? But but you, I, I tell you what, let, let's say it's under twenty five then. But that's a really good bit of business from Daniel Levy, um, because he's someone that. You know, I, I, not to be cynical about it, but he's someone that probably belongs at the level above us, um, football-wise. So it's a bit of a coup. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of people say that that they, they were quite surprised that he came to Spurs because he's more maybe that, despite them having a bad year last year, kind of in that bracket of teams like Dortmund, Arsenal, PSG, as opposed yeah. to the one yeah. just below us. Which, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I, I just because I, I, I think he. I remember we, we talked when it, when the sort of the rumor first surfaced, we would just go no fuck off, he's too good for us. Yeah, um, and I, I genuinely thought that I, I I just I you know I was um, no I just it was a great, it was a real shot in the arm that really needed that kind of signing. Um, it quelled a lot of my um, my disaffection. Yeah, he's a uh, he's uh, I don't know I'm pretty excited to see him play for us to be honest. So I I, I mean there might be you know. Let's let's bear in mind that he um he's done quite a lot of travelling over the international period. He's gone back to play for, for South Korea. And he he's also, you know, you've never played in this country before, so let's be gentle on him, but he's a, a super footballer. Um and just don't lamella him. Basically. Yeah. Bastards. 
Yeah. And don't start singing fucking chants about dogs and stuff as uh, well. Uh, I know you might think it's funny and you might have this fallback kind of, oh, well, they do actually eat dogs out there. But you, you know you're singing it to be a twat. So just don't. Don't let, like, please don't let that become a thing at, at Spurs where we start singing that kind of shit. Leave that to the scumbags of fucking Chelsea and West Ham to sing when they come, you know? Like, I don't know. I saw, because that's another thing I saw going around too much from even people who I thought were all right. But yeah, that's that's Twitter for you. You realise you don't really know any of these people. So. <laughs> um, Robbie Donnellan. At Rob Spurs 13 asks us, and this is an interesting question, how many international caps stroke goals would Robbie Keane have got if he was English? I don't actually know what he got for the Republic of Ireland. So uh, I'm going to look it up. He, he's, uh, he's got over 100, I think, for the, the Republic. Um, that's a really, really good question. Um, but let's have a look. Republic of Ireland, 142 appearances, 67 goals. Yeah, I th- I'd probably think a similar amount if he was English, to be honest. Oh, uh, do you not? I, I, th- I, I want to say I, I, I want to agree with you, but I, I just, I, I just don't. I, um, I, I, I think Robbie Keane. Two things with him, like I, I, I think if you remember his time at Spurs, he was always at his best when he was playing with Berbatov. Yeah, um, because. Robbie Keane could never play as a single forward, um, and he, he was decent when he first came in, though. When, when we first well, when he was him, young, well, when we signed him, but he had him Teddy Sheringham with him then, didn't he? We signed him from Leeds, actually. Um, well, didn't he? Didn't he initially play with? Um, yes, he did. So do you remember his first game when he um, Southampton? Was, no, we won, signed he, him. That's when we signed him. The and then he played. Game. And he won. He won a penalty. I can't, can't for the life of me remember who that was against. Um, God, that's a long time ago. Um, I remember being so happy when we signed Robbie Keane. God, yeah. Well, because people forget, like, I mean, he um, he he came from Leeds, didn't he? Because he went to he went he came back from Inter Milan and he did that. Yeah. Oh mate, he was fucking immense back then, though. Yeah, great player. Um, but I just I think if you, it's not about Robbie Keane. This question, it's really about the generation of of players he'd have been competing with for an England place. Um, so lastly, that that that's someone like Rooney. But then even going back to kind of um, right at the end of last, the, the right at the beginning of the, the last decade and the turn of the millennium, you know, you still had Shearer knocking about, you still had Owen. Um, Heskey sure. was, Emma Heskey was a good player for England for quite a long time. Uh, I know he's a bit you, of a figure You can't of drop your Heskey agenda, can you, sir? I mean, I just hate what, what's <laughs> happened to him. Uh, I, hate, I hate that sort of the, 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 the computer game kids have got hold of him. Blame KSI. That's that's who you need to blame. Who's, He's the, he's the kid that does all those fucking YouTube videos and the the guy is actually like a, that the guy that talks over the him playing FIFA. Yeah, but he's a legitimate millionaire from doing that, which is pretty crazy. He's a millionaire from doing that. Yep. God, let's stop recording. I'm just gonna go and have a cry somewhere. I know, That's, right? What are we doing? Yeah, he's an actual he's an actual millionaire. Um, but. It's the world we live in, mate. It's the world we that's, live in. That's taken know? the jam right out of my donut, that. <laughs> uh, it's just... <laughs> Ugh, just really? Give it, give okay. it up now, mate. Mm. So it's the end. Wow. All right. Well, fair enough. But um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think Robbie Keane gets 50 caps for England and, and most of those are going to be comprised of kind of substitute appearances Ooh. and friendly games. And I, 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 good player, love watching him play, but I just, he was a second tier footballer. I don't know, mate. I, I, oh. I know, I know, I know, I know. I, you know what? And, and I, every time someone says something like that, you, you whip out the YouTube video of him um, mugging off Boularoos on uh, on that White Hart Lane touchline without even touching the ball. Do you remember that in the Chelsea? Yeah. The, the two-one? Oh, yeah. that was... And he, he set up the goal, didn't he, with that? Yeah, didn't even touch the ball and he put Boularoos on his ass. <laughs> and just, oh, I don't know. Like, I think on his... In that, in the other Chelsea game, the four-four game as well, he was fucking amazing. You know, oh, he just, like, he, it, oh, Berbatov should have oh, won that at the, end. at the end. Oh my god! Fucking Cudicini oh, is god. one fucking thing he did for Chelsea in however many years. A phenomenal save. That was, um, and if, if you want that chance to fall to one player on the pitch, I remember was, just uh, screaming like an absolute madman at that. Oh no, I was up. I was celebrating because it was Berbatov, and I, it, he, he just so. Uh, Goal, um, but yeah, Robbie Key. Uh, I'm 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 going to stand by my initial search. I think he'd be 140 caps for England. <laughs> Maybe not that many. <laughs> Maybe more than Shilton. Pushing, pushing, pushing. Eighty, I reckon. Let's go around eighty. Let's go. You know, I wonder whether he would have been used like if he'd been English. Whether he'd have been used as a kind of a wide forward for England. Because he, he was good enough. He like he, he had all the ability you could uh, want. We really. have, we'd have just lumped him up front, mate, alongside Keane or Keane, alongside Rooney um, or Shearer. Or, do you know what I mean? We'd have got 4-4-2 and it's just England. Oh, and, like, you know, yeah. yeah. It's just a bit bollocks. Um, <laughs> and there would have been the whole, like, can Rooney and Keane play together like Lampard and Gerrard? And oh, yada, yada, yada. Bet you miss all those days, don't you, mate? The axis of evil. Um, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, we've had one from at Spurs underscore daily who says twirl or lion bar. I'm going to go twirl on that one, mate. I'll like... go lion bar. Lion bar. Go on. You, you justify twirl. Go on. I, okay. So I find that chocolate bars, I, I could be speaking absolute crap here, but I know I'm not. Um, so I don't even know why I said that because I've watched a documentary about it before. It, although it says it's dairy milk, it's actually like all of the different chocolate bars, they have like a, a different kind of formula applied to the chocolate. So they all kind of get their own slightly differential taste. And there's two there's two different chocolates I like very much. And Because I'm not a very, I don't really have much of a sweet tooth, but Twirl, I very much like the chocolate on Twirls. And Kit Kats, Kit Kat oh. chocolate is good. And w- around Easter time, when you get the Easter eggs... Um, that actually are made of the chocolate that their accompanying bar is made of. It's all about a Kit Kat Easter egg, mate, because Kit Kat chocolate is good. Um, but twirls because I like the chocolate. You know and I like the texture, and I like uh, it. Just yeah, they're nice. Yeah, you're talking about you're talking a bit too passionately about it for someone that claims not to have a sweet tooth. I don't. I just I'm a, I'm a man of food. That's. <laughs> I, I say that I have a sweet tooth, but that that instantly elevates me to still probably appreciating it more than your average person. So you know, you got to bear that in mind. I was thinking, 
this is going to make me sound like a fat person that I daydream about chocolate. So, so like um, me. <laughs> you, you, remember, you remember Kinder Surprises? I do remember Kinder Surprises. Okay, so you remember that the, the layers of the chocolate and the, the white bit underneath, they were both really thin. Mm-hmm. I was thinking today, I know you can buy it like a chocolate bar version of that now, but I thought, like, I mean, it, it would kill... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I, I, I know this would probably kill people if it existed, but... You should have had, like, the egg, the original egg, without the fucking toy in the middle. You should have just had the, the thin layer of dark chocolate and then a solid of the white stuff inside the egg. Oh, yeah, because you have you have cream eggs, which are kind of the same thing. But if you, that there isn't, I don't think there's a better food than than Kinder Surprise. It's nice chocolate. It's very nice chocolate, and it's just that would have been a. Um, I, I I actually found that I went to. Um, I visited uh, Pompeii. Um, <laughs> this doesn't this isn't gonna flatter me. This story. Um, I went to Pompeii a couple of years ago, and um, in the middle of the the city, there's a kind of like a a refreshment center, like you buy food and stuff. And they sold like a variant on those chocolate bars in like a a, a sixteen pack. I, I, I every single one of them as I went around, I was sort of eating in the, in, in the amphitheater. I, I know, but they're, they're just so good. It's just absolutely incredible. And I was hungry as well. It was a hot day. Fair enough. And they were melting, so I just thought, oh, well. Well, you know, you, you, know, you got yeah, I got a good a metabolic rate. Got to do what you got to do, you know. Quite a thin person, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, but that's changing now. You've become old, hasn't it? So. Yeah, I have to work a little bit harder at it. Yeah, it's a bit miserable, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, let's see one of our other questions let's see what we've got uh, <laughs> so we've got not so skinny Pete speaking of fat people um, at Pete Weston who says do we care if we lose fourth place oh, hang on do we care if we lose fourth Champions League place as the Gooners will miss out much more than us well I don't it's think the coefficient isn't it yeah I don't I don't I don't necessarily agree that they'll miss out more than us because they've been in it a lot more times than us. But I think he's probably saying that is it worth it just to, to for them to be um, dumped out of the Champions League? Well, probably not because I think we've got more of a chance of finishing fourth still than we would third. So you know, as much as I say, kind of get over the Champions League and this and that, I still obviously fucking want us to get there one day. I want us to get there just for the for the games. I just I love I love those games. I love the music. The Pasadena, you know. Oh, it's just just it, that that at White Hart Lane was incredible. It's nice, isn't it? I um, and I I I, I, I can't remember like as much energy inside White Hart Lane as um as that Inter Milan game when Van der Vaart scored. No, just felt like a god. That was great. But I don't. I mean, in terms of like things like oh, the money and attracting players. Fuck, oh, who cares? You know, the, the the British broadcasting deal, you know, um, dwarfs what you, you get for playing in the, um, or will do when the new one comes in, what you get for playing in the Champions League. So it's really just about the novelty of playing against a Real Madrid or a, you know, or an AC Milan or whoever else. Yeah, I, I found that around this transfer. And I couldn't, like, yeah, it was nice to sign Son and stuff, but that I think it's because of that, the Magnificent Seven summer. I just don't get really get excited about transfers anymore. Mm. We're getting old. This it's genuinely not us being funny. It, it. I just think you grow out of transfers. 
at some point. I think the only sort of transfer I'd really think, fucking hell, like, this is awesome. It's a type that's never going to happen. Like, if we... Well, it could happen, maybe. Resign like, Bale. Well, yeah, something like, like that. that. Or, like, you know, in five years' time, we sign a fucking elderly Cristiano Ronaldo, like we did... <laughs> well, like we did with Jürgen, you know, that kind of that yeah. kind of signing, like, where you'd think, like, Jesus, that's pretty decent, you know, like... Because you could conceivably see Spurs sign... Not like Cristiano Ronaldo, as a silly example, but... You know, like like we did with Davids, like we did with Jurgen Klinsmann, someone like you know, I don't know, Robert Lewandowski. You could see Spurs signing when he's like in his twilight years, or you know that kind of thing. Um, I don't think. You know, I, I think Bell's quite realistic at some point in the future. Just when when he's done, when he's in his thirties and stuff, you, 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 that's the kind of signing which would it would be like. Um, it would be like re-signing. Sheringham. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a better example. Yeah, Sheringham. Although, I always felt weird about that, though, because he, I, 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 I you know, you, you see him, I remember him kissing the Man United badge at Highbury once, and I just, I, I lost something from then. That was weird. Yeah, and he also, I don't know, as soon as he, like, left us and went to West Ham, he was always like, he actually said, didn't he, oh, everyone always thought I was a Spurs fan, but I've always been a boyhood West Ham fan. I was like, Teddy... Yeah, weird. I, I, and also, I, I just, I don't know, I, I also enjoyed him missing that. Um, remember when he missed his... Uh, oh, his that's Mexican good. Well. the debut <laughs> against us. <laughs> I enjoyed that a bit too much to ever love him again, I think. He, um, I don't know, it was nice. It was nice. It wasn't, it wasn't kind of the prodigal son returning that I think some people pretend it was. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice. Um... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But it wasn't. Sorry, I just got distracted then. Um, Gareth Bale. That would be nice to have back. I think he's going to break our hearts somehow. I think he's going to end up going to Chelsea or someone. Or Arsenal. I wouldn't be, I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see him go to Arsenal. No, we wouldn't do that. And, and, and I may be wrong, but I just, let's just say that he won't do that. That'd be horrible. That would be No, horrible. no, no. You can't. Can you imagine? No, no, no. I don't, I don't talk about that. Um, An ageing Luka Modric. A 35-year-old Modric playing as a Perlo at the base of our midfield. Oh. Although his relationship with Daniel Levy is, is, is deteriorated to the point where that could never happen. But yeah. Could, could you, oh, just, I, 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 I would, I would um, 
I've, I'll probably um, move heaven and earth to, to reclaim my season ticket if I um, if that happened. I'd love to have Carrot back though, like you, you oh, kind mate. of intimated then. I'd... What player he is? Yeah, was still is I think really. He's uh he's he's a decent. I think he'd do a lot for us as well this year if we were to sign him. But this is maybe his. What is he? Thirty three now? Thirty four? Uh, he's between them, I think. So he's he's either very close to thirty four or is thirty four. Yeah. I think it's this was probably the season to get him where we turn. He might be a bit too long in the tooth for us next year. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um. Get them all back. Get all them in their mid thirties, just for the sake of it. Push Ledley onto the pitch as well. Let's get Robbie Keane back from the MLS. Tell Klinsman to fuck off the United States and just, you know, go on up front. I think Edgar Davids is still playing. So Teddy Sheringham was still fucking brilliant at Ledley King's testimonial. Yeah, yeah. I used, God, I used to love Teddy Sheringham. Um, I did. I know we've just spoken about him, but I really did. When his... Yeah, but before, that's the thing though, Jack. Once a player, I mean, three and a half million pounds. To Man United, it just even back then that wasn't a lot of money, was it? It wasn't a lot of money. That uh, that happened. Um, I that ha- I, I remember. Um, I found that out by by looking at the teletext on one of the the televisions <laughs> at school. Um, and it was the same day that the very first before Pro Evolution Soccer became that, and it was just international superstar soccer. Sixty four, the day that my mum got me that for um for my N sixty four. And I was on. I was leaving the classroom to go home to do that, and then I saw Sheringham to Man United. Can't forgive things like that, Teddy. Yeah. Asted. Why have we gone back to Teddy again? Right. Um, let's do one more question. Sunderland was our kryptonite. It just sucked everything out. It's just the thought of that. That and I'm getting harangued by fucking work as well. Fuck off and leave me alone. None of you listen to it. You, I can hear you, you, you pressing your mouth slightly harder and more aggressively uh, through the microphone. Fucking jobs. Piss off. Stop. Just give got, me the money. Don't make me come in. Just give me the money. Just become a professional football manager player yeah. like myself. That's what I did for work today. Don't they know who I am, Seb? I've got at least, like, how many followers have I got? <laughs> I've got 7,900 followers, man. Like, how how can they not at least give me a couple of days off a week for that, you Just know? To, yeah. It's how the world works, isn't it? Yeah, it's all important Twitter. Why is KSI? Why is he, why is he that, a millionaire off of YouTube? That's destroyed my evening. That's just... It's not even one of those, God, I wish I thought of it first thing. I just think that is just such a... I'm, I'm to trunk. I do irreverent anime. I was YouTube before YouTube was YouTube, man. Like, I, I you know, where's it all gone how, wrong? How, how am I getting harangued now, mate? Like, you know. So how, how does that boy make... Like, I know YouTube, advertising YouTube, but how do you make that much money out of doing that? He gets so many hits, man. Like, Is he, it just? Is it just traffic, then? Yeah, work it if you, you can work it out generally to about a thousand views will be about a quid or a dollar, I should say. Yeah. So you'll get about a dollar per thousand views, roughly. That's very, very rough, but yeah, and his his stuff regularly gets hundreds of millions of views. Hundreds of millions. Yeah, hundreds of millions. Like I think he he average. Let's have a look now at his channel. But like I've seen plenty of his videos that will have and, and what is it? One hundred and fifty that- mil views. I, I don't even I understand that you know not everything is for everybody. But what is it is about that the the talking over a computer game that 
I, I just I, I just don't understand it. I just I think it's not of why, our... Why do people... It, I know it's one of those things that makes us sound old, mate, but I just think it's something that's not of our... I just would hate, never hate to ever say... watch that. Even if even if someone yeah. did it with like, um, you, do you remember Goldeneye? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, greatest computer game of all time. Um, like, even if I, I just I can't imagine my thirteen year old self going. You know what? What would be great in the internet era is if someone did that. I just wouldn't want to watch that. So he has ten million, ten million subscribers. KSI. Um, and I can't see any on that. Maybe I went a bit OTT with hundreds of millions. But if you look at his, well, he has hundreds of millions overall. But if you look at pretty much every single one of his videos has over a million views. Um, okay. They seem to average on about the five mil mark. But he's got a couple, 20 plus mil. Basically, he makes lots of money from that. And fair play to the lad, you know, whatever. He's he's identified well, a gap yeah. in the market and yada, yeah, yada, yada, so. yada. But it doesn't stop him from being an awful human that makes rape jokes. So, oh, does he? Yeah, he's, you know, he's oh. old enough to know better than that now. He started off doing the channel when he was a kid, but he's, he's, a, he's a grown man now and he still makes rape jokes and, you know, that kind of stuff. So he's, he's, he's a bad one. Um... Oh wow! There you have it, though, mate. But he's he's rich and we're not. So there you go. I'm not bitter at all. I'm the fucking trunk, man. Come on, <laughs> Tetrunk. What's going on? I shouldn't have to work for a living. Fucking sign me up, someone. Not Your voice broke just a little bit during that as well. Not Heartbreak. not Joe.co.uk. I'm not I'm not going to stoop there. But I'll go Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. If you love me, I'll go there. Don't want to be the new bearded genius. Sorry, did you, you say? Don't. Did you say something? Oh. <laughs> um, should we? Let's. Oh, hang on. We'll, we'll do one more question, then we'll uh, we'll kill it. Fine. Oh, you can do as a, a fancy football update as well, mate, if you want. Okay, you can do the question. I'll get that up. So we have a question from Mister Gaz, who is at Mister Gaz double Z underscore ICT. Um, you know, at school, sometimes people would call it ICT. I always knew it as IT, Information Technology. What did ICT stand for? Don't know. No, exactly. There you go. Um, that's a good question, that, wasn't it? Um, I mean, he didn't, I, I he didn't actually where, like, ask IT was a lesson rather than something we ever wanted to do in our own time. Yeah, no. Dog shit. Just, yeah. Um, if you had to interview three Spurs players for a job, what question would you ask of which player? I'd ask, oh, I don't know. This is the sort of thing that you could probably answer something really funny to if you'd prepared, but I haven't done, so I'm going to have to ad-lib this and it's not going to be funny. Ah, uh, shit, what am I going to ask? Um, I'd ask, I'd ask, I don't know. I can't really even think of anything, mate. I'm not that's one, that's one we need to prepare, isn't it? Really? I think that's one thing we need to prepare. If you had to interview three Spurs players for a job, what question would you ask of each player? Uh, I'd ask Adebayor if he could actually come to work. <laughs> That'd probably be a decent one to ask. Um, I'd ask you, <laughs> I'd ask Hugo Lloris why he wants to work for us. 
<laughs> like what? What's he getting out of it? Is just... For a bigger, better club, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Is it like a philanthropic act or something? You know, is it charity? Why are you? Why are you here? Um, I'd ask Harry Kane to spell his name or something. You know, that's a bit mean, isn't it? I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Well, all right. So we'll segue onto that. We've got the fancy football update. Um, I'm glad that was banterific, Mister Gaz. Sorry was, about that. That mate. was excellent. All right, so, uh, and these are all clean. I've checked them. No no Arsenal, no Terry, no Charlie Adam. Uh, third place, 209 points. Sean Gormley with his Zodiacs. He's third place. He got really angry with you this week as well. Uh, well, that's, yeah. He called Given. you a disgrace because he said he was in the top three last week and you didn't read it out. But there you go, Sean. You got your fucking shout out, so mm. pipe down. Okay. Well um, done as second- well. Second... <laughs> Uh, yeah, second place, uh, Francis William with the Dolphin FC. Um, just gonna make sure there's no Charlie Adam in here. No, well done. Although, Dejan Lovren, what are you, how are you second with that team? Fucking hell. Sorry, anyway. Um, and in first place, uh, sorry if I say this wrong, um, Benidi Gunawan. 218 points, and his team name is Dilligaf. Uh, sorry about the pronunciations on there. Um, and that too is clean. Well done. Good stuff. There we go. Man. Well done. Nicely done, mate. Although Sean Gormley might find himself excommunicated by this time next week. <laughs> I'm power happy with my expulsion. Just get rid of him. Get rid of him. He's mugged you off on Twitter, mate. That's enough. Tell you what, the real winner this week was me. Or well, last week. I've jumped a huge amount of places. Joint right, right, 20th. Oh, it's not bad, mate. I know. Uh, let's see where FC Tusk. So I'm on 20th. In fact, I already know that Raj is really, really low down there. So that, that's really the point here. Um, FC Tusk, 52nd, 172 points. Raj. I'm going to do a lot of scrolling to find Raj. Uh-huh. That makes me feel uh, warm inside. Alex Timpley with Jack Hussey equals nonce. That's a terrible <laughs> team. <laughs> Cheeky bastard, I didn't even know that was his. Uh, Raj Baines is Financial Doping FC joint 135th ah, with 134 points. Ah, this is our professional revenge for all that Super League bollocks that we've had to put up with for the last six months. Oh, dear God. There we go. That was a chop. Right back in this place. Right, well, I think it's time to uh, not only put an end to ourselves, Seb, but to put an end to the pod. So, if you... Well, that was a bit grim, wasn't it? Um, I don't yeah. mean that. Oh, no. Um, if, if you do, for whatever reason, I don't know why you would anymore, want to listen to any other episodes of Rutherish Podcast, you can do so on Acast. Um, they're the people that put all the nice kind of adverts on our podcast now because we've sold out um so yeah download the acast app uh for your smartphone device um i'm not going to tell you how to do that because you can work it out for yourself uh you can also listen to us on uh 
or rtrpod.com, I should say. Um, and follow us on Twitter at rtr underscore pod. We're also on iTunes, Rule the Roost. Get us in your automatically updated feed just to give us some numbers because that's all that really matters. We don't really care if you listen or not. And leave us some more reviews as well, some nice, 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 lovely reviews. But actually, the scathing reviews are a bit more fun to read. So, you know, call me an unfunny, pompous twat and call Seb, I don't know, posh. Use your imagination. Yeah, yeah there you go. Something and original. Call Raj Carl Pilkington. Um, whatever you want to say, do it, bring it. Yeah. Um, right. I'm going to stop this now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Goodbye. Whenever. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.